Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Look at that beautiful face. Oh, you're looking in a mirror? Oh, you're too kind. Stop it. You. Stop it. No, you. you stop. No, you stop. No, you. No, you hang up first. No, you keep going, baby. No, okay, I'll hang up. Okay. What's been going on? Too much. <laughs> that's funny because it's the same thing that's going on here. I I don't know, man. It's, uh... It's it's there's it's been a lot. There's been a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's dish, sister. Okay. Well, here's the first thing. The theater company I frequently work with that does the Shakespeare stuff. Mm-hmm. They did a thing. They sent out an email to like basically everyone that's ever done anything with them and was like, hey, here's the deal. We have this thing we do every year. We obviously didn't do it last year because of COVID. But it's like a fundraiser, so it's not something that you could audition for, we could pay you for, but it's something to sort of like help us raise money so we can pay you for stuff later if you get in, if you audition and get into a show. Right. So like, it's called Unrehearsed, and we give you, you know, Shakespeare. Already off to a good start. Right. And you show up on the day, and it's cool. it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be like, ah, these guys, they didn't rehearse, and there's all this crazy shit happening, basically, uh, right? What a bunch you, of dumbasses that can't do their job. Let's right. donate money to this. Essentially. But it's like you bring your own props. It's a good, solid business plan. Well, I think as well, it didn't explicitly say this in the email, but I think part of it as well is that, like, I think I'm supposed to try and make others mess up. I think you're supposed to be drunk. Because also there's, well, I hope so. There's also a, a ra- like they're talking about, a, um, they called it offsides betting, where like the audience may be able to like put down a certain amount of money and say that guy's going to call line the most. Okay. Or like mess up the most. And then if that person's right, there's a prize, you know? Right. So it is sort of like, you know, don't take it too seriously or whatever, but sure, you know, sure, learn sure. your lines show up and like know what you're doing right but it is like the whole point of it is that it's supposed to be messy and uh i was like yeah sure whatever it's in three weeks right i assumed it was like a, a, a series of scenes or something and i'd get up and do a scene and then someone else would do a scene and right right it's a whole show wow and it's one i've never read or seen oh great Awesome. So I don't even know. I didn't. When they told me, I was like, I don't even know what this is about. Right. I have to have it memorized in three weeks. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm going to skip to the end. Romeo dies at the end. Does that help you? You were misinterpreting that, weren't you? You were reading that wrong. Wait, like West Side Story? Yeah, it's like West Side Story. Yeah, man. Shakespeare really ripped off a lot of people. I know. Right. What a hack. Uh, Yeah. So that's one thing. And then one month after that, I have a performance in Pennsylvania. Oh, let me tell (laughs) you. It doesn't even matter what the performance is. The fact that it's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, I calls it. Let me tell you. Pennsylvania. By the way, I'm I'm from Pennsylvania. If anyone's out there, like, what the fuck's this guy doing? I'm from Pennsylvania. God damn it! And I Do you can have any friends who want to see a show from Pennsylvania? No, they'd have to be able to read a book first. That's not true. Nah, it's not true. That's the whole point of doing theater is you don't have to read. Oh, well, how you been? Oh man, Andrew, let me tells ya. Let me let pull up a seat. I'm already sitting and hold my beer. Okay. So first of all, I just got back from a week in Michigan. Say no more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
I was with my in-laws. Don't get me wrong. I love my in-laws. They're great in-laws. As far as in-laws go, as far as in-laws go, they're the best. They're the best. All right. They're, they're absolutely beautiful. They're the best, but they are actually really great and they're lovely to be around. That being said, it's a week of chaos. It's absolute chaos. And my three and a half year old is just like, he loved it because he was out like running around in a yard because we don't have one of those and like saw cousins and, and family and everything. It was great. Then we have to come home. Okay. So I have to fly. This happened on Tuesday. We had to fly with a three and a half year old and a seven month old on two different planes with a two hour layover. Kill me. And then last night, Emerson at like five o'clock was like, I don't feel good. And we were like, really? He's like, I'm cold and I'm tired. And at five o'clock, he like laid down his head and passed out. And we were like, this isn't right. Let's go to the doctor. And so he had like a little temperature. They had to swab him because we came from Michigan. So who knows? Who knows? We'll find out tomorrow. But he's got like a temperature. He's throwing up. He's got diarrhea. It's a whole thing. I am covered in every kind of bodily fluid you can imagine. And the surprising part of all of this is it's none of my own. So I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows in the middle of this, who knows what's going to happen? We'll see. Great. Yeah. Melinda's dad sent her a text out of nowhere that was like this fact based website. Good lead in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> www. The truth about vaccines.com. Good. Good. Yeah. Already. I, I told Melinda, well, and he said that, like, it says that they're doing, you know, whatever. Anthony Fauci is, you know, trying to kill every puppy in America. He's trying to kill your pets or something, you know, d- d- whatever the worst thing is. Right, right, and right, and right, then right. he's coming for your guns. Sure, sure, and sure. And then sure. he's. Tiny little Anthony Fauci is coming for all of your guns. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was like. It's really interesting that you can tell when a website is fake by how specific it is. Yes. Yeah. Because that's another thing. So I checked out the the specific article that he was talking about on this website. Right. And it had sources at the bottom. Three of them were from Twitter. And one of them was a website called like sciencehealthnewsfact.com or something. Right. Awesome. Right. Another great one. Right. Yeah. So I click on that. And I noticed, I was like, wait a minute, let me check something out. And I, on the first site, scrolled down to the bottom, and there was a contact us thing that had, it had their email address. Mm -hmm. And I looked, and it was like, contact at, like, the truenewsusa.com or something, right? And then I go to the second website that they're sourcing their info from in this article and scroll down to the bottom and there's a contact us button that has their yeah. email and it's contact dot the true news USA dot com or whatever. Great. Yeah. And I noticed and then eventually I went to that website, the true news USA. I, by the way, I'm making this up. I don't remember what the actual URL was, but it was something like, you know, some stupid. But I guarantee you it exists. Out yeah, there. Oh, for I, whatever, sure. All the ones you're making up also exist. And they also say the same thing anyway. So it doesn't matter if you're making it up or yeah. not. I'm also happy that I'm not giving the real URLs because I don't want anyone to go to these websites. Right. But I went to the like the, the domain. Right. That's in the contacts URL. And it had a list of all of their websites that they own. Great. And they all source each other. Yeah. It's incredible. Awesome. Awesome. Here's how you know you shouldn't listen to a website. 
if the domain name it consists of four three or more words in the domain name that's not a reputable website so this had four words to it so it had the number of words it shouldn't have plus one extra for good measure so like new york times I think New York Times is nytimes.com. British Broadcasting Company. I believe that's BBC dot probably UK, I would say. But that's what I mean. <laughs> they will condense yeah. that. If you're spelling out, if, if, if fucking Billy Bob has decided to put up a website he's and he's too stupid to realize maybe I should abbreviate and not make my website name a run on sentence because I don't know what a run on sentence is because I didn't graduate from the seventh grade, then maybe you shouldn't be sourcing that website. You're better off sourcing Wikipedia. Yeah, actually, you literally are. Yeah. (laughs) Nowadays, Wikipedia is kind of has a tight grip. Yeah, exactly. And you know why? Wikipedia. One word. That's true. I got blocked today by someone on Facebook for, oh, because New York, for anyone listening, if you're planning on traveling to New York in the near future, bring proof of your vaccine, which, by the way, we're going to be at New York Comic Con. I mean, we're going to be, we're going to be at New York Comic Con. I don't know about what the rest of the country, like. I don't know if anyone else is going to be there. It's going to be you. Pork fried Southerners are going to have a real hard time. Yeah, it's going to be you and me just running around the empty halls of the Javits Center. (laughs) Oh, God. As soon as I heard that, I was like, I hope it still goes on, and I hope it's basically empty. That'd be amazing. Oh, my gosh. We can walk the sales floor in one day. That thing you love to torture me with. There's going to be a mandate. Well, we're going to have a mandate at NYC Comic-Con, but there's going to be a mandate as well. That is, uh, it requires you to show your proof of vaccination at any establishment in New York. Yeah. And a friend of mine was like, literally, she shared this thing that literally the only word in the caption that from someone else made it and she just shared it was the word Nazi. Cool. And it was a little graphic that said New York City is going to be requiring proof of vaccinations to go into restaurants and other Mm -hmm. establishments. This is only the beginning. And like, this is, um, you know, whatever. This is uh, some horrible thing. And my friend was like, you know, I don't care what you, what side you're on. This is this is horrible or whatever. And I was like, legitimately, I'm so excited for this. I'm so happy about this. Yeah, too. me too. I was like, I'm I, so for excited. God's sakes. And uh, she was like, I bet you are whatever. But, you know, I don't want to live my life that way. Then live your life never going to places. <laughs> yeah, That's for sure. Fine. You don't you can get your groceries delivered. There's more room for me then. Yes. Okay? They used to have a smoking section and a non-smoking section. And this will be great. It's the new upgrade. It's the stupid section and the non-stupid <laughs> section the stupid section is out on the street is your home yeah yeah <laughs> but the, this is a friend of mine from ohio and another friend from new york was like yeah i'm really happy about this too i had a friend who worked in mount sinai and she was like yeah they had like areas on the floor that were taped off because they didn't have beds and people died of covid there and you had to walk around them like it was it, like it's insane here um, or at least it was there. It was at that time. So it was like, if this is what we need to do to get a handle on this, then great. And I had said, like, yes, I agree with this 100 percent. And th- my friend was like, you know, you can still get the virus if you get vaccinated. And I said, you can still get into a car accident if you're driving sober. But I don't drive drunk. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand what's confusing about this. That was the best comeback I've ever heard. That was really good. Yeah. So like, I and then I put like I Googled like. 
How many people who've been vaccinated have died of COVID? And the first thing to come up from the CDC was like fewer than 0.0001. I know. I've seen And that. so I just put that and I was like, first of all, it's 0.004% of people get the virus after they've been vaccinated. Right. And 0.0001% fewer than that have died from it. Right. And uh, that was, and I was getting ready to comment even more, but that evidently I went and it was like, this page doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, excellent. I've been blocked. But I was going to say, I was going to add, because there's this other Islander who's now <laughs> has entered the game. And I was going to be like, this reminds me a lot of when Fox News hyper focused on the fact that they were building a mosque right across the street from Ground Zero. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was like 10 blocks away or something. But they were saying it was like right across the street. Everyone in New York was like, cool. <laughs> And the rest of the country was like, boo, this is insensitive. Remember, remember our the those who lost. And we were right. like, the fuck does this have to do with a, essentially a church? Everyone in New York was like, yeah, we do remember. We don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, yeah we, we remember got, it. We were there. Where were you? We got other shit to worry about. Yes. There's too much going on. If I, you know what? If I don't want it to happen, I just won't go in that part of the city. But New York, people don't realize this. New York City is big enough. This is what New Yorkers do. This is what they've done with Times Square and every other tourist place. New York is big enough. If we don't want to go to some place, we just don't go there anymore. Okay, we don't. We just avoid it with at all costs. It's fine. There's plenty of other places to go. Ironically, if you think you won't run into that person again, you will. Yeah, that's I don't true. understand how that works. It's like a wormhole. I've run into so many exes that I'm. I'm like, how? There's yeah. hundreds of blocks. That's why. That's why I don't have exes. Do you kill them? Yep. Pretty much. And by pretty much, I mean exactly that. Are- oh, yeah. No, did, oh, is that not the start? I was just going to say, are we going to start the show soon? I, 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 I had a feeling we should start the show. Are we going to start the show now? Or is it now? Or is it? The telltale heart. Now. It's not now. It's not now. It's not now. Is, is it, it now? your exes? It is it now. Do you hear a clawing coming from underneath your floorboards? Yeah, hold on a second. Shut up! Is it now? Could be now. But in all honesty, it's right. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in a time it takes to eat a good sandwich and pull out your vaccination card. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Yeah, that's what I was pulling out of my pants. My vaccination card. (laughs) It's what the kids are calling it these days. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that needle. (laughs) Gotta get that shot. Yep. Andrew. We got to get going here. We're like already way into this episode. Yeah, we are. And there's a ton of news. There's a ton of news. I got some news. You got some news. I bet you some of this news is the news that we both have together. I'm sure we have the same story. I made sure to get extras. I'm sure that you did. And now here we did. We jibber jabbered for way too long. And now you won't we won't need your extras. Because we'll have to wrap this up pretty soon. Well, it's been real, everyone. <laughs> All right. Have a good episode. So uh, let's get right into this. I got a bunch of news. You got a bunch of news. Like you said, there's a lot of news all over the place with a little bit of everything. So as always, the choice is yours. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. What would you like to start with? Marvel? Too bad. I 
want to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So they're going to be doing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. This is me talking in a way that's stalling so I can pull up the article so I can reference it. For God's sakes. Listen, I take notes. I do have notes. I'm pulling up from my notes to the original article, but on one device. Why? Just copy and paste the parts you need. Andrew, 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 Andrew. You were on a plane. Andrew. Yeah. A new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is going forward at Paramount, and they just found their writers in Colin Jost and Casey Jost. Colin Jost, of course, co-head writer and co-host of Weekend Update at Saturday Night Live. Casey Jost, famous for being the brother of Colin Jost. <laughs> also, Colin Jost married to Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson? Johansson. Yes, married so to weird. Scarlett Johansson. I know, I know, I know. Also, his book is named something like A Very Punchable Face, and his face is very punchable. It is very punchable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the guy, but he's he's not wrong. It's, a, it's very funny. He's a very funny man, which is kind of why I wanted to bring this up. So this is still, it's like I said, it's... Uh, Going on at Paramount, Michael Bay produced the last two movies. He's still in line to produce this one as well. Now we have Colin Jost writing, so I'm interested in kind of the levels where that meets. Yeah. Is this going to be like one of those things where like Louis C.K. wrote Pootie Tang? Oh, right. Where it's like it really doesn't feel like him at all. You know what I mean? Like, is this just going to be a Michael Bay movie with... Colin Jost's name on it, or is it going to be like a funny movie? Right. I think that, and this is me processing this in this moment. All right. So Michael Bay, even though he's producing it, he's not directing it. Now, that being said, by all accounts I've ever heard, even when Michael Bay just produces a movie, he's directing the movie. Okay. He's that type of producer. 100%. That being said, Michael Bay movies, for as utter crap as they can be, is usually structured with a lot of one-liners or, you know, like quips. Cowabunga. Things like that. But here's the thing. Usually the screenwriters that they get write crappy dialogue. However, Colin Jost is a professional comedy writer. So this might actually turn out to be good. I trust Colin Jost. Uh, Listen, I don't know any actual screenplays he's written, but as a writer, as a joke writer... I trust him. I like him a lot. I think Weekend Update is really strong right now with him and Michael Che. I think it's fine. Of course you would. You would. I think it's not bad. I think it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. I think considering how bad Saturday Night Live has been on and off for the past like 20 years, it's it's good. It's on it's on the right side. It's on an upswing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this could actually be a good thing. I honestly, of the two names that I've mentioned between Colin Jost and Michael Bay. I'm definitely more concerned about Michael Bay. Yeah, he's only gotten worse. Yeah, yeah. Ever since he split with Jerry Bruckheimer, oh, it's been downhill from there. Yeah, I know. I flagged this. I, I noted this this when this happened. Should do a video on that. That actually would be a really good video. Yeah, we should do a video on that. Like I said, of the two names, Michael Bay is the one that has me more concerned. Part of me wishes Michael Bay would just out and out direct one of these things. I think that might actually be better than trying to hire some guy who will just be his bitch boy for three months. Some guy with a punchable face. Right, exactly. I think that would be a better fit. It's just let him go all out with it. That being said... I don't know. How interested are you in seeing another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie at all? None. Is this franchise even worth 
revisiting? No. Okay. I think it's worth rebooting. Okay. I have not seen either of them. I saw the first one. It's garbage. Yeah. I started to watch the second one, and it's such garbage that I stopped. Well, as soon as I saw the first trailer, I was like, because I saw the first Transformers in theaters, and I was like, oh, this is not very good. Right. And I didn't see any other Transformers. I've seen a, a couple since then, just sort of like, oh, this is on. I guess I'll check this out. And then I saw the first trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I was like, oh, this is a Transformers movie. Right. With anthropomorphic turtles. Yes. Yeah. I have no interest in this. Right. I th- And this is a, I believe this is still a continuation of those movies. I wish they would. I think you're right. I think it's due for a reboot. Here's the thing. Even if it's not a continuation of those movies and it's a quote reboot quote, it's still the same production company. Right. Like, it's still Michael Bay. Right. So I'm like, I have no, I'll wait until I see a trailer to be, make an official judgment, but like I have no hope for this. Right, but that's and that's what I'm saying is that yeah. I like Colin Jost. I think that he'll probably do really well with this. That being said, because it's the same production company, I also trust that he will turn in pr- probably a really strong script, and then they will rightly butcher it. And then turn it into something else. Or he'll just phone it in and take the money. Like, that's the other thing, too, right? It's possible that Michael Bay met with him and he was like, hey, I just need somebody to write this and take a check. And he'll be like, "Okay, yeah, we need a name. And Michael Bay will be like, I'm going to do whatever I want anyway. But like people like you, can I put your name on this? Yeah. Or he's just like, I need one guy who can write like a strong initial plot. And then I'll just get a bunch of assholes to fill in the rest. Or it's like, we already know the plot. Put some jokes in this. Yeah, he'll pat Oswalt it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has been wondering when we'll get a series starring our favorite Marvel superhero. But instead, we're getting a Hawkeye series, and Disney has given us our first look. Oh, my God. Look at that. It is yeah. dynamic and dramatic, and I, it just... I can tell this is action-packed just by this picture alone. Yeah. You see the arrows in there? It's. I love that they're using the color palette from... The comics of uh, especially the Matt Fraction. It's very bright purples and blues, mm-hmm. which is nice. I'm excited for this. I'm 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 a little hesitant. There's a lot of stuff in the comics that happens before they introduce Kate Bishop with Clint Barton mm-hmm. that they have not done. So I, I'm a little nervous about some of that stuff. I don't want to like spoil any of it, but like. This is, listen, it's not a huge spoiler, but like when she is introduced, the reason she takes on the Hawkeye mantle is because Clint is dead. Right. And it's not until House of M that he comes back, but he doesn't have his memory, which is where you get Ronan. He like puts on a a disguise because he doesn't really understand who he is. So he just he's like, all I know how to do is fight. So I guess I'll be a fighter. But really, do any of us truly understand who we are, Andrew? I know who Clint is. I don't know who I am. Okay. I've read more about Clint Barton than I have looked introspectively. Is that because if you looked introspectively, it's more frightening than anything Clint Barton has ever faced? Oh, yeah. Well, I opened the door once. Right. And it was just perpetual and eternal screaming. So I closed it. I did that once with myself and it just looked completely black. And I went, hello. <laughs> I just Somebody just went, went occupied. <laughs> I just shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is, I think this looks good. Haley Steinfeld, I think, is a good choice. I think she's a great choice. Yeah. I think she's perfect. I'm a little nervous about, I mean, I, I know Jeremy Renner wants out. 
he's old. I mean, not old, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's the same age as the other guys who have left, if not older. Yeah. But here's the thing. Hawkeye is usually not as physical apart as, say, Captain America or Thor or. Oh, I I see what you mean. Or Iron Man. You know what I mean? And he's not a super soldier. He doesn't. He's never had his own movie which means he's not in every scene doing some sort of crazy parkour fight or something like that yeah also typically the series as we've seen with loki as we've seen with falcon and the winter soldier as we've seen with wandavision are while they have action in them it is not like it's not like a movie where every scene must have action in it so you're gonna have a lot of like downtime as far as that's concerned so i think this is even if he wants out jeremy renner is a two-time Oscar winner. I think a lot of people forget that. He can act when he really wants to. And I think this could actually give him the chance to do that. I think this could actually give him the chance to stretch his legs with a character that he already has inhabited and he's already kind of figured out. And now he's able to really branch out and really show some range. So I think this could be something very interesting to see from him. I think... Yeah. As much as people hate on Jeremy Renner and hate on the character of Hawkeye, and I think we've said this before, this is the platform for him, both the actor and the and the character. By the platform, do you mean Disney Plus television? Oh, I meant I meant television, like an episodic right, show, right, right, right. as opposed to a movie. See, that's the problem, though. Is you say, you know, a lot of people forget he's a two-time Oscar winner. I think he he's eventually pretty soon. I think he's going to want to go back to doing stuff that might win him an Oscar. No, I'm sure that he will. I'm not saying that this is going to satisfy him to the point that he's like, I don't really want to do anything else. I'm just saying as far as like, I, uh, you know, Robert Downey, I keep calling them by their character names at this point. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Like wanted out like he was out like three movies ago. Chris Evans wanted out because they're like, our bodies are literally falling apart right now. I don't think I think something like this prolongs Jeremy Renner from having that complete burnout of like, I'm fucking done. Like, I don't want another second of this anymore. I'm not saying that it doesn't make him go. I still want to do like real movies, you know, but again, because this is not as physical, you know, I mean, again, look at Don Cheadle getting an Emmy nomination for 98 seconds oh, man. of material. You know, it shows that something like that is possible with a show like this. And he's like, well, maybe I could do something like that in this show. It's not completely scratching the itch, but you're not going to get someone who's just like, I want to be done. I want to phone this in and then I want to be get my check and then I want to go home. We got trailers we got a couple of trailers. Trailers, trailers. A couple of trailers. A couple of trailers. Uh, some of which you may have seen, some of which you may not have seen. I'm going to bet one of these you haven't seen. Why the Last Man just released a trailer. I think they just released it today. Have you seen it? Yep. Mel let you watch it? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, we watched it together. She told me about it. She was like, hey, there's a trailer for a comic. And I was like, What? And she was like, for a comic. And I was like, oh, okay. And then later she was like, we should watch that trailer. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't, what what, co- what comic? And she what was, are you talking about? Yeah, and she was like, oh, it's that comic you like. I was like, I have no idea. And then she picked it up, like she put it up and it was paused and it was like the cityscape. And I was like, that doesn't look like a comic. Right. And I was like, I, eventually I was like, oh, okay. Oh, this thing. Okay. So what did you, what did we think? Of why the last man? Fine. 
Yeah. Uh, look, I'm very upset with you because I think you're taking two of mine. And Excellent. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to have to switch gears. But We're halfway in this episode. I, I, I think it's about time I start taking some of yours. Uh-huh. But I was like, it's his worst one. Yeah. 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 Like, it's... It's fine. Yes. So and it looks like they're staying very true to the storyline. Like every mm-hmm. scene from the trailer, I was like, remember that? Remember that? I remember that. So that's good, I think. Right. Here's the thing. I watched this and I, I wasn't like absolutely wowed by this. I wasn't just blown out of the seat of my pants by this. But I think one, they've probably fixed our main grievance with the comic itself is that Yorick's dialogue and his manner of speaking was a very dated with the jokes and references and things like that, but also just kind of grating. I think they've fixed that. I think they may have. And again, this is just a trailer, so we don't know for sure, but I feel like they may have kept some of kind of the charm of the idea of the guy who is the last man on earth is like a complete moron. But without being so annoying. See, that's the thing, though, is that I feel like if you take away that bad personality, he's empty. I don't think they took away the bad personality. I think they just I think the dialogue is going to be better than what we got in the comics, which I think actually goes a long way to fixing what greats about the character. I guess I, I think they did a great job with the trailer. Like, I love the song choice. Uh, a lot of the actors look good. Ben Schnetzer is playing Yorick. Diane Lane is Congresswoman Brown. And Ashley Romans is Agent 355, which looks cool. Uh, the fight scenes look neat. It looks fine. I don't know. I, I don't really like the story that much. I really don't think that it would, you know, we've talked about this, but I feel like there would be a lot of, like, very big problems immediately. Like, the cars all, like, because there's so many dead people driving, all the cars would be on the highway and stuff. But I do feel like that if we still had 150 million people in the United States, we'd probably be able to pull it together pretty quick, regardless of what your genitalia is. Right, right, right. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm debating on making, uh, being the devil's advocate guy and making the terrible jokes. And I'm like, nah, I don't feel and like And being like, today. maybe if they'd smile well, more, I am I right? literally one I was going through. I was like, do I know this stupid smile joke? Because I'm like, eventually people You've are going to think... You've done that one like every episode every for episode, the past few weeks. And I'm weeks. like, every, so eventually people are going to think that I'm actually serious about this shit. Yeah, or eventually you're going to convince yourself so you actually yeah, are. Yeah, and you can check out all my opinions on... TheTruthUSA.com. The Truth About Women USA.org. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, t- I'll give it this. I think the trailer's interesting enough that I will keep checking out the trailers until I decide that I'm like, nah, I don't feel like watching this. I'm going to double up with the other trailer because I'm the one who wants to talk about this the most. Let's be honest. <laughs> but I had a joke that was going to be at your expense. Oh, sure. Let me just pave the way so you can make a joke at my expense. So what gay porn trailer is it that you're talking about? Was that the actual joke? No. <laughs> oh, OK. Actually, I was I can't. It came out sounding sarcastic, but I actually meant it. Let me pave the way for you to make a Oh, a great. Joke at my expense. Everyone has been wondering when we'll get our next trailer for a movie based on a classic and critically acclaimed piece of film history. But instead, we got a trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. I got you. I got you so good. I got you. Your favorite movie is trash. Still not as bad as This Is Us, though. Anyway, what do you think? Are are you back on board? (laughs) (laughs) You get that was good. You got me at the end. That was really good. Oh, man. 
it was a knife. It was a knife in the heart. But the This Is Us one showed that there was a barb in the blade. So when you pull it out, it it really sticks in there. Yeah. No, the, the Ghostbusters one was a, a me stabbing you with a knife. And when you look down, you were like, what the? And look back up. I was 300 feet away with a sniper rifle. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay. Here's the thing uh, with this trailer. We talked about the last time when they showed a little clip of Paul Rudd in a Walmart with a little yeah. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And they were little like, despicable me minions. Yeah. And we were like, oh, man, this makes me scared. And now I saw this trailer. I'm back in, Andrew. I'm All back right. into it. I'm back in. Even with the little Marshmallow Man. In the context of that trailer, I was like, OK, I can see. Because also we could kind of tell that it's kind of just the one scene. Even if it's real, it's just the one moment. It's just one scene. I'll deal with it. Yeah. And it does look like right after that, he's going to encounter. Is it Gozer? Which one's the dog? Uh, no, that's the uh, uh, like a demon dog. It has a name, doesn't it? Uh, I think usually it's demon dog or terror dog. It doesn't have an actual name. I'm pretty name. sure it has like a. Well, they, in the in the movie, it was Gozer and the key master. But they were humans, and then yeah, they, the gatekeeper. And they, yes, uh, the gatekeeper and the key master. I'm the key master. You're the gatekeeper. I love Rick Moranis. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm saying that's wrong. You're right. Gozer is the is the being that they're trying to bring right. in. Zool. Zool. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Zool was I. That's right. There is no Dana. Only Zool. Yeah. Yeah. It was the key master and Zool, the gatekeeper. Right. And they turned into. Terror dogs. Right. But they don't, the dogs themselves don't have like actual names. Right, right, right. right They're right. just terror dogs. Yeah, yeah. But I'm totally back in on this. I, I'm actually, again, like really looking forward to this. I feel a little better about Do it. Do you think that it's going to be as good as the all female reboot? That's a high bar to hit. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Do you think we'll get a cameo from any of those characters? No, absolutely not. They're not going to touch Chris that. Even Chris Hemsworth? That'd be so good. No, they're not going to touch that thing with a 10-foot cattle prod, my friend. That is not <laughs> a chance in hell. Uh, Are they going to do that? How, I was, ex- even though I knew it was coming, just seeing Dan Aykroyd's hand made me jump out of my seat. I didn't see it coming. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. I saw it coming because I knew they were I know they show up in the movie. So look, was like, it okay. is also like that one was a little diluted for me because we had just seen all of them five years ago or whatever. Right. in in that other movie. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because like in that movie, if that movie were really good, that would have been a huge thing. Uh, right. Yes. Like when Dan Aykroyd pulls up in the taxi and you're like, oh, my God, it's Dan Aykroyd. Right. Right. Or when Bill Murray plays whatever character whatever he, the plays. Hell he plays. Yeah. But yeah. So like if we had skipped that one, I think I would have been like, oh, my God, I'm really sad that Harold Ramis is no longer around. I am, too. I think it's brilliant that they incorporated Yes. His death into it and made that such a central focal point of the yeah, story. Yeah, it's a good move. By the way, on top of the trailer, there is, if you, uh, IGN had a trailer breakdown, 15-minute trailer breakdown with Jason Reitman, which is a really fascinating watch to, to see as well. And he talks about some of the beats that are in the trailer and just kind of like some of the inspiration behind making the movie and the thoughts behind it and things like that. So that's another one to, to check out. It's like a 15-minute video. Of him breaking down every every beat of this trailer. But it's, yeah, I'm totally back in on this. I cannot wait for this to come out. I'm super psyched. Well, do you know when it comes out? November. So oh, soon. Uh, I don't remember what the actual date is, but it's coming up really, really soon. Okay. So I'm so happy about this. Cannot be more excited about it. Even you're into this. I am. A little bit. 
Yeah. Look, I really liked the Ghostbusters movies. I definitely have seen each of them more than five times each. Okay, that's good. That's a that's good. That's so I liked them. All right. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, you go again, since I was about to do that one anyway. Go ahead, Chris. Yes. Everyone has been wondering when we'll get our first look at our favorite Marvel villain, but instead we got a set photo of Gore the God Butcher. Congratulations, Andrew. Yeah. You took one of my stories from good. Me. Good. Fuck you. You How does it fucking feel? It feels great. It feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. (laughs) That's how it feels. I don't understand why you hate this. Uh, Listen, Christian Bale in this photo looks absolutely unrecognizable. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Sure. I'm okay with that. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this photo, I'm just going to say... Instead of getting Christian Bale and putting them all this makeup, they could have saved a lot of money and so simply intercut all the scenes with death from the second Bill and Ted movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Looks almost identical. I did have the thought. I was like, it looks a little like my first thought was it looks a little silver surfery. And then I was like, probably should have just gotten Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Well, what's his face? The guy who played. him. Oh, no. Yeah, that He voiced him. Uh, the other guy. Uh, 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 guy you love, guy from Star Trek and from Shape of Water and Doug Jones. Yeah, probably could have just gotten him. But Christian Bale's a good choice. You're more the Marvel guy. What do you think of this photo? So Gore the God Butcher is doesn't look like this in the comics. He 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 looks weird, but not like this. Looks like a nomadic desert wanderer of some kind. Gore the God Butcher is. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's uh, he he was first introduced in 2013 in a Thor comic that I actually haven't read, but I do know I do know a lot about it. He's this guy who lived on this planet. He's an alien and he lives on this planet that everyone worships gods and like the gods. And he starts to see that his world is suffering and there's a lot of famine and people are dying and then his wife, child and mother all die and he's like Oh, there is no God, right? We've been praying to these gods, but there are no gods. Otherwise, they would have helped us. And when he starts telling people this, they shun him because the entire planet worships these gods. So he is exiled from his home planet. And uh, sure enough, he finds out there are gods. And he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, you fuckers. So like Thor, Loki, like all of Asgard. He's like, you all can see what's happening everywhere. And you just let everyone die? Like, you all, look at it, you have a castle made out of gold. Like, you could have just come down and given us some some food. You have a bridge made out of a rainbow. That's yeah. not even a proper building structure. No, and yet it, it has such integrity, unlike you. Oh, burn. Burn, sick burn, but, So, bitch. yeah, so he, he eventually finds this, like, magic sword that has its own backstory that I won't get into, but it is... It's something that kills gods and it allows him to sort of it's it's sort of based in the same way as the symbiotes like venom and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's this like sort of liquid black material that grows wings on him and like it turns his arms into like very, very powerful weapons. And and he goes on a mission to kill all the gods, including multiple versions of Thor in different dimensions. Hmm. So do you think this is going to be another multiverse story? I hope so. It's Taika Waititi, so that means it's got to be weird as hell, right? And he said it's going to be weird as hell. So there's that. And listen, that guy, if he says something's going to be weird, it's going to be weird. It's going to be so fucking weird. That guy has three ways. So, (laughs) you know, if he says it's going to be weird, it's going to be weird. 
Gonna be real weird. He played Hitler. <laughs> yep. He played Hitler during a three-way. With a New Zealand accent. Yeah. And made it work. Yeah. Made it work really well. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he looks fine. Okay. He doesn't look a lot like... Gory the God Butcher does have a very light complexion, but um, he wears, like... I think, if I remember correctly, he just wears, like, clothes. Like, tacti- like tactical. Those look like clothes to me. Right, but not, like, all white robes. You know what I mean? It's like, he's just a guy who wears... Like, sort of black. It's laundry day, Andrew. God, we've all been there. Why don't you get off this guy's ass about it? Okay, my bad. But yeah, I, I trust Taika Waititi. I trust, I almost called him Kate Blanchett. That's not his name. Christian Bale. Same difference. It is. Same complexion, really, in this photo and Kate Blanchett in real life. Same initials. Is that what happened? Should I see a doctor? For this and so many other reasons, yes. (laughs) All right, what have you got? So as of the release of this episode, if you're listening to this episode on the day it's released, tomorrow we get our first What If episode. Oh, I didn't know that. I believe that's, I think that's right. If I'm wrong, cut this part out. Or don't cut it out. I don't give a flying fuck anymore. Just fucking rolling I don't give a shit, <laughs> but cut it out or don't. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Listen, if if I'm right on this, great. I'm a professional, guys. And if I'm wrong on this, I don't give a fuck. All right. I'm covered in excrement. <laughs> when did this episode turn into a Rick and Morty episode? I don't know, man. Listen, I don't know how we get to anything until I'm already past it. Until I'm looking back from where I came and just seeing the wreckage. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm tired. I want to take a nap. What was I saying? We're going to, as of the release of this episode tomorrow, we should be getting our first What If episode. And so it's important to note the big news about What If. It's canonical, bitches. Yeah, it actually, which is, just proves the theory that we've all been saying that it's canonical, bitches. (laughs) Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, there is a comic series of What Ifs that are not Canonical. They were just sort of mm-hmm. things that were thrown out that were like, hey, here's a what what if this happened? And here's like a couple issues on this and read this and then go back to the regular stuff. But none of that actually happened over here. Yeah, there's a, a it, on top of this, there's been a, a few different news items about what if that has come out. Also, that um, Captain Carter is it Captain Carter. That's what they're calling it, right? I don't remember. Captain Britain. Okay. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Whatever version of Peggy Carter we're getting in this is going to be in every season. Not every episode, but every season, including season two of What If and then probably season three. Who knows? T'Challa, I think, is in four episodes. And uh, once again, it's canonical, bitches. Which means I think that lends a little more credence to the idea that Doctor Strange that we've been saying is going to be the Doctor Strange from... Yeah, from the MCU. That, like, sort of being the thread that holds all of these together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's cool. That's interesting. I mean, we all kind of predicted that that's what that was going to happen. But I love that that's come out and actually been confirmed that that's what's happening. You got any comments on this or you want to you wanna move on? Uh, it's a weird episode, I feel. I don't know why. Maybe it's because my kid is sick or something. I'm just like... Let's fucking blow through these motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, we also 
Yeah, we we both were very late to this. We we both had a lot of like I had so because I've been recording music now as well, so all my equipment was in here, and I had to haul it out. And you could have kept it in there. No, because then it reverberates. Mm. I, it's amazing it took this long. This is why this is so far down on my list because I was certain this is going to be one that you took from me and you didn't. And it's amazing we haven't talked about it yet. You may incorrectly remember that uh, Black Widow died from jumping off of a cliff. But now we're learning that she was actually crushed to death when a mouse dropped a glass ceiling onto her head. (laughs) I was hoping we would talk about this. So Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over a potential breach in her contract. It doesn't sound like there was one, but I hope they take it to court and figure out what the dealio is. Here's what Disney had to say in response. There is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract. And furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. What do you think? What's going on here? Okay, so first of all. I thought about taking this story and I looked at it and was like, this is 100% an Andrew story. So I'm going to give that one to you. <laughs> These types of stories I usually will leave for you. <laughs> Secondly, fuck you for bringing this up so late in the episode because now we got to get into this. And this going to, I think it's going to take some unpacking. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring it up immediately. No, That's this why was I didn't even, it wasn't even Andrew in my list. Dunn ep- a very Andrew Dunn story. I didn't want to take this one away from you. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So here's what's going on with this. Scarlett Johansson had a deal with Disney that she was going to be paid $20 million to do Black Widow. And then on top of that, there was going to be additional compensation. Now, normally what this means is she's going to get a piece of the back end from whatever the movie makes. Okay, box office, box office sales. Right now, one of the important things to remember about this is that Black Widow was filmed long before COVID was even a glimmer in anyone's eye. Okay, so they had no idea that something like this was going to happen. But they made an agreement that said, we will give you a piece of the box office. Again, that's what I'm assuming additional compensation. I can't think of anything else that it would be. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, we're going to give you a piece of the box office when this comes out. However, when COVID happened, all the theaters shut down. Here's the thing, though. If you remember, Disney said, we're going to wait. We're not going to put this on Disney Plus. We're not going to put this on streaming. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. And then they didn't. And they released it into theaters and they released it on streaming on streaming platforms. Her contract, again, I'm obviously not a lawyer and I'm obviously not her agent and I'm obviously not privy to any of the paperwork. But I would assume, knowing the shrewd business people that Disney is, They are going to come back and say, we're giving you a piece of the box office, but streaming doesn't count. They're making money on that. The Premier Access is 30 bucks a pop. Plus your subscription. Plus your subscription. Right. So what she is suing is saying, I was paid $20 million, which, yes, is a lot of money. However, the point is that. She said, I agreed to being paid $20 million and not more than $20 million because instead you were going to give me a piece of the box office. Under the pretense that it was going to be released there first. Under the pretense that was the only way that you were going to release it. At least at first for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that when you initially release it, it will only be in theaters, right? Then you didn't do that. And this is 100% true, and they can bullshit their way around this, but this is 100% true. By releasing it on streaming, that affects the box office. 100%. It affects it greatly. Whether it's the, the premiere access or not, or the HBO Max way of releasing things day of to subscribers, that affects the box office. Well, and quite frankly, regardless of how greatly it affects it, if one person... Right. Then it's still a breaching contract. Like, if one person decides not to see it in theaters because they're going to watch it on their couch... Right. Then they need to give some of that money to her. Absolutely. That's the thing. That's what's going on here. Because that's the thing, too, right? Is that, like... No one's going to see these movies because they have the Disney mark on them. Right. They're going to see this movie because Scarlett Johansson is playing Black Widow. Absolutely. A character that she has created over the past 10 years. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, the people who aren't Marvel fans that go to see this, they're going because Scarlett Johansson is a giant movie star. Right. That's why they're going. Like you said, they're not going because the Disney ears are popping up at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. If this was like, oh, we're doing Jack Ryan, but now it's Jenny Ryan. Right. Like it's and they just it was the same movie. Right. But instead of Scarlett Johansson, it was right. Some other person that isn't popular. And this isn't a character that anyone gives a shit about that number. That ticket sale number would be like through the ground. Listen, also, fuck Disney. For releasing the $20 million number because they did that thinking that what's going to happen is they're going to say, well, look at her. She's a well-paid actress. She's super rich. And then she wants more money, which, first of all, good point, but not relevant, not relevant, (laughs) absolutely not relevant, because there is a part of me that's like. Oh, the millionaire didn't make enough millions. Right. But it's also like you agreed to pay this millionaire more millions. Right. That's the thing. That and, and whenever people get into how much money movie stars make and da 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 da, they make the amount of money that the market will bear. If they didn't think that Scarlett Johansson was worth $20 million, they would not have paid her $20 million. It's not her fault. That's not on her. Yes, that's a lot of money. Yes, many of us will never see that type of money in our lifetime. The other part of that argument is this. Yes, she made a lot of money on this. And yes, she's not making as much money as she should be because of the agreement. But she is guaranteed not the only person that this is happening to in some way and capacity. She is just powerful enough and big enough that she can come out publicly and be fine with it and and make it through this, right? Yeah. And she won't be blacklisted. Right. She can release they can release the twenty million dollar number and even the people are like, oh look at the the poor rich actress who didn't get enough millions of dollars, she'll still be able to have a career after this. There are others that this is not going to happen. Even if it's not happening now, if she doesn't do something about it, they're going to do it to other people, too. Yeah, it's more about precedent exactly. than anything. Exactly. I also was like, I'm astonished that Disney didn't just immediately say, you're right, we missed this, we misplaced the decimal, right. we're so sorry, our apologies to any damage we've done to her and her, you know, I'm amazed they didn't just do that. Because this shit didn't happen to Robert Downey Jr. Right. This shit didn't happen to Chris Evans or Mark Ruffalo or any of the other, Jeremy Renner or... Right. Paul Rudd or on and on all the men who have had these movies. Mm -hmm. This happened to the first female character introduced to the MCU. Right. 
Right. Just tuck it away and be like, you're right. Sorry. Like Disney doesn't have the money to do this. Fuck off. That's put the, it, just that's put it in I'm her saying. wallet and move on. Right. And and when people are like, well, she got paid $20 million and now she's bitching and complaining that she's not getting paid more millions of dollars. I'm like, you know what? She's an individual. And you know who is getting more millions of dollars? Disney. So what you're saying is that yeah, I was gonna say, let, why don't we look up how much profit that movie has made so far and see what percentage 20 million is. Right. I uh, listen. Here's the thing. I don't care if she made 20 million dollars or 50 million dollars or whatever. She is one person. OK, I would rather give even after she made 20 million dollars, I would rather give millions of dollars to her to one person than I would to the corporation that is Disney. They don't need it. Does she need it? Not really, but they need it a lot less than she does. Exactly. Any individual will always need it more than than the than the corporation than Disney does. (laughs) So I I, like they can go fuck themselves. I also like this is her probably last movie in the Marvel universe. Right. Just just do. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you? This is the hill you're going to die on. Right, 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 right. Yeah. uh, Long story short, fuck Disney for this. They, They need to pay up. They got caught. Trying to nickel and dime. I almost said swindle, but I like it's really it's it's right up to the line. I don't think it's quite swindling, but it's really up to the line on that. It really does feel like they're trying to be like, well, technically, we put this one word in the text that says it would. And it's like, what? It doesn't matter. You, you signed an agreement. You signed an agreement. That's the end. That is the end. You signed an agreement with an understanding that this is what was going to happen. If when you realize that it wasn't going to happen, you needed to go back to the negotiating table. The 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 fact is you thought you could do this and that no one would come out and stand up against you because you're so big and they did or at minimum that they think their lawyers are going to be better than her lawyers and right because it's the other thing too speaking of going back and renegotiating according to scarlett johansson's attorney they tried she and marvel tried to go to disney together to be like hey this needs to be renegotiated and they never heard back yes that's the other that's the other key point to know about this is that this is disney this is not kevin feige this yeah. is not marvel Mar- i love kevin feige I so love much kevin man feige too because kevin feige being in ch- charge of like the biggest most successful studio in the world right now somehow at the same time seems to like hit it pitch perfect right every single time with these issues. Like when it comes to casting and working with people of minority and, and uh, um, color and things like that, that we talked about the, a couple episodes ago uh, and then coming out with this, where she, he's like, I am shocked. I didn't know this was going on and Disney needs to pay up and coming out against his own bosses and be like, you can't touch me. And he's yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not the accountant. I have have no idea. Like, right. I'm in charge of making sure the the trains run on time. I'm not in charge of Scarlett Johansson's contract negotiations with Disney. Disney, you're an idiot. You need to pay this woman and you need to make her happy because you want her around for as long as humanly possible. You've already lost Chris Evans. You've already lost Robert Downey Jr., you're probably going to lose Jeremy Renner. Also, not only that, even if this is the last thing she does, even if she fucks off and does a bunch of non-Disney movies after this, your relationship with that actor as a star 
is going to put a positive subconscious influence into people who are like, oh yeah, Disney with Scarlett Scarlett Johansson's really good and Disney. Like you don't want someone to every time they think of Scarlett Johansson go, oh yeah, that Disney thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want them to go Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, that Disney thing. Right. You know, you don't want every time someone says Disney to go, oh, because they did that Scarlett Johansson. You want them to go, oh, they had Scarlett Johansson. Also, fuck them again for trying to bring up COVID and saying that she's taking advantage of a situation. She's taking advantage of a situation. You're first of all, your parks are open and you're letting thousands of people come in whenever the fuck they want. And you're making money on that anyway. So get bent. Secondly, she's taking advantage of a situation. You're charging double a ticket price on your streaming service that I'm already paying a a monthly wage to. To fucking watch it in my home. And she was like 50% or more of the reason to watch it, and she's not exactly. getting any of it. Yeah, she's taking advantage of a situation. She's doing it by simply being in the movie and then asking to be paid what you told her you were going to pay her. But you're going to charge me twice a normal ticket price to watch it on my television after I already pay you a monthly subscription fee. And you're not taking advantage of a situation where everyone is forced to stay home? Really? That she's the one who's taking advantage of it. Get bent, you dumbasses. Fuck these ass clowns. Let's move on. Let's move on. Netflix is in early development for a live action Pokemon series. Great. Great. All right. That's the only reaction I wanted to see from you. Look, man, Detective Pikachu. Did you watch Detective Pikachu? I haven't yet. It it's looks, fantastic. But it looks really good. It's and the, very good. If they good. use that technology for the Pokemon, I could probably be in for this, actually. Yeah. Do you know what company did that movie? Like the CGI for that movie? No. It's the same company that did like most of the CGI for Endgame. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, when Mel and I went to see Detective Pikachu, we didn't know that. And the credits started rolling. And she was like, oh, that's why it's really good. It's the same guys who did Endgame. And I was like, the Pokemon? I, like I said, I'd be down for that then. <laughs> I I'd... doubt. For a Netflix sh- series? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't know what this is going to be. I'm not optimistic. I mean, not a lot of people know what this is going to be. There's not really a whole lot of news about it. They just know Netflix is doing it. I just found it because it said Pokemon in it. And I, sometimes I like to find things just for and you. And that's my middle name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know diversity is headed in the right direction when I have to Google how to pronounce the name of our next big superhero actor. Sholo Miraduena, I've written it phonetically here, Excellent. is our new Blue Beetle. Yes, that's right. Oh, I forgot to grab this one. Yeah. He said recently in an interview, the only thing that is on my mind right now is just the fact that he's Latino talking about the character. I have so much pride in getting to be a part of this project with Angel. Someone like him. You know, I think it's important and I don't want to stand on the soapbox for too long, but representation is so important. He's previously seen in Cobra Kai. Supposedly he's very good in that, but I have not seen it yet. Yes, he's very good in that. I've seen all three seasons. Season four is going to be coming out pretty soon on Netflix as well. He's great in that show. It is a show that is better than it has any right to be. Yeah, well, I remember when it was on YouTube Red, and everyone was yes. talking about it then, and I had YouTube Red, and I was like, should I watch this? And then I just never did. I mean, Karate Kid wasn't my world or anything, but I grew up watching the Karate Kid movies, I think, like everyone in our generation did. Pretty sure it came out before I was born. I think it came out, like, the year I was born, but it would be on cable, you know what I mean? So, when I started watching Cobra Kai, I was like, oh, this is... Like I said, this is better than it has any right to be for being a spinoff of 
the karate kid. Yeah. And one of the main reasons that it's so good is this guy right here. He's the main character. He's the, the main actor in it. And he's phenomenal. I'm super excited about this casting. I think once I heard that this guy was cast, I was like, that is the perfect choice. I was like, I don't know who they're going to get for Jaime Reyes. But once I read it, it was this guy. I was like, this is perfect. He's got a cool look. He's got a great look. Yeah. And he plays, he can play kind of dopey nerd, but also tough when he needs to be really well, which I think is what the character of Jaime Reyes is. He can play kid being thrown into a situation that is way too over the top for him to handle really, really well. Now that I'm saying this out loud, he'd be a really good Peter Parker. Oh, sure. Actually, he'd be really good. You know, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of these actors, if you're good at one of them, you're good at most of them. Because I was even just looking at this guy. I'm like, Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has the look of Jaime Reyes of kind of this young high school kid who's like, again, he's not the football star or anything like that. He's lean. He's just like, you know, when you saw him on the street, you wouldn't think much of him. And then he's actually a superhero. I think this is. A really great choice. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Chris, you can't always get what you want. But if what you want is more television involving a half-deer human hiking across the post-apocalyptic wasteland with a giant nomad, Netflix has you covered. Because Sweet Tooth has been renewed for a second season. Season two, baby. Sweet Tooth is coming back for season two. I'm so Happy about this. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. I about was a this. little nervous. Yeah. Because remember, we like we we, we have a bad track record. Yeah. We don't have a good track record yeah. of this. And I said that it was going to come back for season two. And as soon as I said it, I was like, I've doomed this wonderful show. Yeah. Uh, but it came through. That just speaks to its strength and its quality that it can overcome my curse. Yeah. I'm so happy about this. I there's really nothing more to say about it than I'm ecstatic that they actually are getting this done looks good yeah, uh, yeah. yeah i can't looks wait for a trailer it, d- it doesn't look like they've even started shooting they don't have a release date or anything doesn't matter just knowing that there's a season two coming into my world makes me sleep better at night yep just gotta not die before then yep <laughs> andrew uh-huh oh andrew it has been announced that dan trachtenberg guy behind uh 10 cloverfields a couple other things pretty solid director is developing a follow-up TV series to the 1995 classic Waterworld. Which means, Andrew, that finally Hollywood has accepted the idea of the Bodiverse. (laughs) It's happening, Andrew. Our dream is coming true. They're going to develop a follow-up series to Waterworld and finally usher the Bodiverse into existence. How excited are you for this to be happening? I hope it gets canceled. I hate you so much. There is dry land. I have seen it. You think they're going to get Kevin Costner? He's not doing anything. Oh, no, he's doing another TV series. I think so, yeah. That's right. I think there's a bug in here. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I interrupting something over there with our podcast that we've been recording for an hour and a half now? I don't care about the series at all. Actually, no, I just I don't wanted to talk all. about the Bodiverse. I've never seen the original film. Okay, doesn't matter. Do you think? Okay, so original film, the entire world is covered in water. At the end of it, they find land. The series picks up where the original ended. 
So they have one island, right? You really just ruined the movie for me. Who cares? The point is, where does the Bodiverse go from here? Um, Mad Max. They put wheels on it. Oh, Landiverse, which is a theory I floated a few weeks ago. Still Bodiverse. Mm. Just a boat on wheels. I could see that. I could see that. If you put wheels in an engine on a boat okay. and you drive a boat around, is it still a boat? It sure. must be, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, what defines a boat? If you make a car that can go in water, it's still a car. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a really riveting discussion. Yeah. Um, this is a good way to end this episode, I think. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. whimper. Yeah, you just coast on into the stop. I like that. It's the best way to make sure no one dies. I, I, I'm done with this joke. I don't. I think we did it for like two episodes. How can you be done with the joke? This is the greatest idea we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what joke? Oh, my kid's awake, which means it's time to end the episode. All righty then. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio, Pandora. Ooh. You can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're at Facebook. We're on Instagram. And we've got a YouTube channel that's putting out some videos every now and then. Mm-hmm. There's one in the chamber. Ooh. And uh, we're just waiting for a trailer to come out. Can you tell me what it's about? Yeah, I can. It's a Miss Marvel. Ooh. And we're working on, we, we're editing the Kate Bishop one. Ooh. For people who maybe want to know more about that, we're going to wait until the trailer for Hawkeye is released before we drop that one. So yeah, if you want to find out a little bit more about these characters that are going to be introduced in the Disney Plus series, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the media lunch break. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break, where if you donate to the correct tier, you can see our beautiful faces. Look at this beautiful face. During an unedited podcast episode, every episode we film it, we put it up and then you can watch it. We don't leave anything out of that one. I don't edit it at all. We just throw it up on there so that you can throw up looking at our faces. And then you can also send us an email. Andrew leaves in all the curses and slurs. That's correct. And I'm naked. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is at themedialunchbreak.com. We have an Amazon affiliate link in the description that's going to have... Steelbook version of Waterworld. Correct. If that's a thing, it's going to have Waterworld. If that's a thing, it's going to have that. And then I'm going to buy it because uh, I've never seen it. So... There you go. We'll get some, we'll get a kickback from that. It'll technically be cheaper for me. See how that works? There you go. And you go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Make sure you give us a thumbs up on YouTube and a subscribe, which is the Italian. Uh, thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. You're the coolest. Our five year anniversary is coming up soon. I was thinking that too. Are you gonna get me a cake? And and and. Even to add into that, next episode, we're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad, which the original Suicide Squad was, I believe, the first episode we put up on iTunes. Is that correct? It was. Yeah. Look at that. And YouTube is where we first we first put it up on YouTube and then we sent it out to other places. And you say that I don't remember these things. I don't say that. (laughs) You say it. I've never said that. You say it all the time. Said it all the time. My God, I hope this movie's better than the first one. It has to be. I put on Twitter, 2016 Suicide Squad, a.k.a. Chekhov's sword that stores the souls of her villains or or whatever. Yes, yes, (laughs) 100%. You know, they never do it. Never did it. 
Never did it. This is Katana. She's got my back. Whatever the rest of that line was. Chekhov's, Chekhov's brain. Chekhov's big old oh. juicy brain. Oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. Bl- it's it's gonna go. It's gonna get. Oh, I'm so happy. By the way, check out our YouTube channel if you're interested in some background information on the characters of the Suicide Squad. Yes, that that video's been been getting some. It's doing the rounds, yeah. It's doing the rounds. I'm very proud of it. I'm very happy with it. That was that was a lot of fun. All right, that's uh, that's it. Like we said, next time I believe the the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I. Uh, was gonna watch it tonight, and then we had to do this. Mm, yeah, I'm seeing it Saturday. I might start it tonight. I, I can watch it. I have the, I, I have the HBO Max through certain channels. Ooh la la! Yeah, I'm gonna see it in a theater because I don't care if I get the Delta variant. Well, I don't care either. I just I like my couch. I do. My screen isn't the size of a wall, though. Mm. Anyway, that's it. We did a thing. We did a thing. This We've is done a, the thing. We've done the thing. Sometimes the things turn out really well. Sometimes they turn out like this. Yeah, they turn out like this. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's it. Now you go out and you create a thing. If you think it's so goddamn easy, that got weird. Sorry. Yeah, that got dark. Happened. Yeah, it did. All right, that's it. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say anymore, man. I'm just. Next week, huh? we said the Suicide Squad, yep. but also uh, we're going to talk about West, West Coast, Coast Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. 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 I so think I wrote the right one this time. I think I did. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure I did. Okay. All right. And if I didn't, I'm going to talk about the one I read. Was Kate Bishop in it? Mm, maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. I'll let you. <laughs> was there two volumes? Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. I'll let you figure that out for yourself. Oh, what a fucking shit show. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Gonna make it. I'm so warm. <laughs> you didn't tell Google to turn everything off. I did, including the AC. Oh, I missed it? Yeah, I did it before, it? like a professional. Oh. Wow. Wow. No, I By can't the way, everyone should go to our TikTok because I put the funniest thing that I've ever done on our TikTok. We're getting subscribers, too. It's moving. Oh, it's it's happening. People think I'm very funny. <laughs> someone, someone, some bot in Russia thinks you're very funny, Andrew. 20 of them. That's all you need. 20 bots in Russia and a couple even in China think that you're very funny. And as much as, it, as that sounds like an insult, in about five years, you're going to be king of the world because of 20 that. fake accounts that I created myself think I'm very funny. <laughs> Excellent. If you want to join in on those fake accounts, just go to AndrewDunnTruthUSA.com. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Can we be done now? Yes. Okay. I'm going to stop now. Me too. Don't stop till you get enough. No. Be, don't stop. Why do we don't do stop. song references at the end? The weird pattern that we've fallen into. I couldn't think of a song that has to do with patterns. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. 